Hey, what's going on? It's your boy Joe Thunder back once again with another episode of the Smoking Joe Thunder podcast, podcast, podcast. And you know we're bringing you the latest and greatest in hip-hop and cannabis culture right here, 5280 Denver, Colorado, all over the motherfucking world. Shout out to Be Good Dispensaries, our official sponsor. Check them out for the latest and greatest in all your marijuana needs. Over there on 11 West Hampton, down south, up north, across the highway from Boondocks on 120th. Check them out. Got another banger for you today. You don't even know. I don't even know. This cat's been putting me on game for the last hour. And he's making moves. He got some dope music. Got a new album dropping. The Lord's Peace. Yeah. New branding you're talking about. Yeah. July absolutely. 29th, right? Absolutely. We got motherfucking four five in the house. What's Bang. going on? What's MC, good, my G? producer, rapper, man, promoter, hustler, videographer, videographer. God damn, man, graphic designer, all of it. Shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? How yeah. you doing, man? I'm good, bro. I'm hyped. Thank you, bro. I'm, uh, you know, it's an honor to be on your podcast, bro. I don't like. I said a couple of people been telling you about, telling me about you, man. The homie man. shoe, you know what I mean? Yeah. Been big yeah. up in you. I big up in you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You gotta check him out. You gotta holler at him. Yeah, man. My Cody Beasley over here, shout out, you know what I mean? And yep, those are my guys, man. Uh, both Shoe and uh, Coke. Shoe's like, literally, uh, when I met Shoe, it was, it was in a weird situation as far as, like, music, back when he was doing music right. and MCing. Um, but ever since then, like, that's that's the homie, you know, and he, he made huge moves since then. Oh, yeah. Huge moves and he's Cody's a, another one, man. Like that's my guy. On you know, a whole different level. Oh, bro, he's he's uh, passed a lot of motherfuckers in the game, bro. Like light years. You know he's what like I mean? On, like it's like running a mile. <laughs> yeah, and we're like on the first lap. Like and what? he's already finished, you know what I mean? The gunshot so, went, and he went a long time ago, yeah. and we're like, wait. We're still, we're still at the start of smoking weed and shit, you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> you know, right. Hey, but tell them a little bit about you, man, and who you man. are and what you got cracking, bro. Yo, so like, uh, you know, I started out doing hip-hop, you know, MCing the you know all the elements you know like being that's a, how we did it back in the day too yeah. we got what we were good at right oh bro like you know first it was b boying trying to spin on my back and See, you know I'm a fat motherfucker <laughs> bro. I couldn't do that shit I could pop a little bit but I wasn't you know doing hey that man shit. you know we look we stick to what we're good at you know and um, even the graffiti I did a little bit of graffiti even tried you know spinning records um, I actually you know from spinning records I got into producing and so um, that's where it all started as far as me going into the MCN lane, you know what I mean? So, so did you originally start as producing or what? Yeah, really, uh, to be honest with you, it was drumming. Um, so I played the drums. I got into playing the drums at 10 years old. Um, How was that? Through school, through church? Uh, through church, to be honest with you. It was an opportunity to get up on there. They needed someone to play the drums. Got up there to play the drums. Um, it, then in school band they had the option to say hey you want to go to band camp fool i didn't go to band camp i wasn't i went to a ghetto school so they didn't offer that (laughs) yeah they didn't have that but they did offer used trumpets uh saxophones all that shit and you know i tried all of it and so uh, from that that's how i got into um you know really really just going into the production lane and drum machines and my pops got one and needed someone to learn how to use it i learned how to use it oh so did your pops rap or what nah so um my pops at at a you know weird 
time in my life um, decided to go into being a pastor, okay. and uh, which is great because I'll tell you right now, he, um, load. he did, man, at an early age, and he, he focused on it. I watched him. Great example for me. Um, you know, he started a church probably in my teens, and that's when I, I actually was able to start learning and being able to use my abilities to uh, make music. You know what I mean? He needed somebody that could do it and that could run the sound system, and I started learning how to run sound live for him. And That's, a, that's, a first, that's the first and most important part, bro, really, if you could learn how to set up a fucking stage and mics and all that early, shit make it sound good. Early, you know what I mean? Um, you know, it was uh, really a blessing. Um in in a weird disguise that like over time now mm-hmm. looking at it like damn you know what i mean like this like my because my pops was in the church and he was doing his thing right that blessing from him turned into me having a blessing and allowed me to live off of something i absolutely love doing you know what i mean and a lot of people in the game say oh i do it for the love motherfucker you a liar we do it because we're trying to survive off of it at some point and we love it still um but you know the fact that you know my pops had this passion for god you know what i mean and his faith in that um he invested in things he needed for his church which allowed me to practice and learn stuff for what i'm doing now you know did he ever like kind of come at you like rap is the devil no my my pops was uh you know, came from a crazy, my, my grandpa almost killed my pops because oh, shit. he was a partier and, uh, was he the wild child? Man? He was a wild child. He was the youngest. Um, my, my grandpa tried putting him into a Catholic church to become a priest. Uh-huh. And he met my, he actually met my mom at that time. And my mom was from a Christian family and got him converted to Christianity. Yeah, and yeah. that night, my my grandpa's tried, you know, putting him out, put a gun to his head in front of my grandma and my oh, auntie, would try pulling the trigger and it wouldn't go off. Beat him with the tools from the toolbox. Like, I remember my auntie and my grandma talking about this and I'm like, and, and you know, that day was everything, you know, a big change, I think, just for even me, you know, um, coming from somebody that went through that, you know. I could be traumatizing as fuck, bro. Like, oh, beat down with the tools. Well, you know, um, but I learned faith mm-hmm. from from somebody that went through some crazy ass shit. Right. You know what I mean? So, um, but you know, I think uh, that fueled the fire for me musically. You know what I mean? It really did. Watching my 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 pops go through some stuff, even as a pastor, and um, knowing that uh, you're gonna fuck up. He watched me go through, you know, hanging with, you know, the hood, the hood heads, you know what yeah. I mean? Smoking weed at a young age, you know what I mean? Um, getting into trouble at a, at a young age. And, you know, um, for being a pastor um, and watching his son go through things, he just was like, whatever you're going through, don't even trip. I'm with you. Yeah. You know, and he, did, he really did. So, you know, he's uh, really been the one person that... You know, I'll pull the trigger for. Right. And there's not many of those, right? Nah, there, there's not even a handful. I could tell you, uh, sure. it, there might be, and that's with my kids. You know what I mean? But um, at the end of the day, there's like definitely one man I'm pulling the trigger for. You know what I mean? And uh, that's my pops. You know. Hey, being that you've kind of like you said, you were into all the elements. Which one do you like truly love out of all of them? 
oh man, MCing, bro. Like, you know, um, I'm I'm part of the bar gang. You know what I mean? Like that that's what it is for me. And you your know? MCing goes deep, man. We talked about it. You know, running with Dent. Yeah. That's my, you know, that's like my OG, basically, well. yeah. Was it the Lost Gems or the fucking... Um, so, uh, it started out, it was me, SP Double, and Obvious. We we were non-existent. Um, uh, started out at a 14, 15 years old, um, you know, doing music with them and... Was that go, like your first group or what? Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, non-existent was our first squad, me, SP Double, and how Obvious. How did you meet all those cats or how, how did they um, all come together? What made, how did y'all come together to say we're going to make a group? You know, um, me and SP met at at a young age, um, kind of through the church and stuff. Um, you know, church. Yeah, you know, he, I would have never guessed that. Yeah, he uh, he knew some people that went to church. He went to church with some people that I knew. Um, man, it's crazy, bro, because everything kind of started out, you know, around that atmosphere you know what i mean even the the ain't even preach you met preach yeah preach through church a lot of people don't know that preach was heavy into church you know at a young age youth group that's where i met these dudes you know what i mean um so like early on for me um i think me and sp we met uh probably about 13 years old in youth group um introduced him to the people i knew then me and him, he was like, yo, we're going to start rhyming. I'm like, yeah. So we started rhyming, uh, you know, met Obvious through SP because he met, he met Obvious. He met, he met Obvious. Um, man, I don't even know how he met Obvious. That was a weird. That's a good question. Though. Yeah, that's, I'll be honest with you. I don't know where that piece of the puzzle comes from, but I know that. But SP was just always building with fools. Music-wise. Music-wise, he was out there everywhere. With everybody. Yeah, he really did get out there with everybody. From Um, you to me to fucking Trev, like I was saying earlier, AP to Midas. I mean, he he really did, like, uh, uh, sponge himself out there. Fresh Breath. He he collabed with a bunch of people. Fresh Breath came from Boostwell. If people don't know this, I'm saying it, like, straight out the gate, um... The reason why Fresh Breath came about is because Boostwell was a big-ass conglomerate of a bunch of MCs SP put together. Uh, We would all meet at his place where the studio was, Mm -hmm. and that was Boostwell. That was Boostwell Entertainment. So was was Lost Gems first or Boostwell first? Uh, Lost Gems, and that was me. That was uh, SP actually came up with the Lost Gems, and that was me. Um, SP and Man the Myth. Okay. Originally, and then Procise came in. Um, damn, you're saying some names I haven't heard in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Man the Myth. He had the beard, looking all like a Bro. hippie, all crazy. Like Man. I remember him. Shout and out. Man the Myth was by far one of my favorite MCs as far as like the deep, like almost, I want to say like Thurston Hell type. Yeah. I know. What like you're voice. About. You know what I mean? Passing blunts. <laughs> Passing blunts back and forth. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, you know, um, that's kind of how we started out. Um, Real quick, how did you got, How did you meet Man Amit? Again, SP, man. Um, he came out of nowhere. I think it was after SP, after SP started his tattoo shop, his first tattoo shop off of uh, Morrison. By MGMs? By MGMs, right there. That was the first main one. He had another one before that, right. that but he moved it almost immediately to, I, to Morrison. That's I kind of met him was at the, the shop at um. Yeah, Morrison. where the battles were. Remember the Box Day battles? That was before. 
Oh, was it? Okay. Kind of a little before me, but yeah, I remember that Preach was working there. Yep, yep. Yeah, Kaiser everybody got here. their tattoo uh, start there. I feel like with SB. For sure. <laughs> he was like, yo, here's the kit. This is how you do it. Even me, he was like, yo, you want to learn how to tattoo? I'm like, yo, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, did you ever tattoo anyone? I did actually get into tattoo eventually. I'm, you know, I'm a graffiti artist, bro. Like, so, you know, I came up, you know, doing that. Eventually, it was going to happen, you know? So, I, I I started out the getaway, though. Even though SP had the, the shit on lock. I learned how to make me a prison kit, you know what I mean? And, and oh, I, shit, were you tattooing homies at the crib or I what? did me and my brother's first tattoos, bro. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, I think I did I my... I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I think I did like a flower on my brother's arm, and then me, I did uh, some steps, and I think I did a flower on me, too. And uh, But then I went to an actual kit, you know, and, and I started doing it the right way. But yeah, that's funny, dog. That's funny. Hey, talk about Boostwell though, because like you said, that was kind of like a big crew. It started off with like a couple, and before you know, it, y'all were man. Ah, uh, bro, it was uh, bananas. You know, um, uh, 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 that's a difficult, a difficult one because there were so many great MCs in one room, and here's where the struggle was. Um, I think it was an amazing idea. Mm-hmm. Um, but the problem was, was everybody was not hungry. They were fucking starving. Like, give me the mic. Everybody was writing hot verses, but not everybody was getting the opportunity to shine when they wanted to. And so eventually it just started being heated discussions or people were upset. I know I had to bounce at one point because it was just too much. And I, I, I was like, yo, I need to keep my fucking gun ready. You know what I mean? Like, I'm ready to buck and I can't be... It's it's in the holster, homie. Now I'm high. So are you talking about really shooting your gun? Or are you talking about the verse? I'm talking the verse, verses. The bars, yeah. The ready. Yeah. I mean, you know, from the hood I'm shit. High, I'm sure they're high. Yeah. Sure. Nah. You know. Um, <laughs> nah. Nah. Like we were. You know, everybody was just ready to shoot. They had that heat. It was just guns out. You know what I mean? Maybe some of the cats, like in a, in a, in a in a studio session that you would see. You know what I mean? Oh man, I remember at at one point it was fucking everybody from Fresh Breath, me. Fucking SP, Precise, uh, Shoe, fucking, um, uh, bro, I don't, like, there's so many heads that were there at one point. We were just smoking in the back and not even getting in there to work. You know what I mean? It's more like a, I don't want to say like like when I say clubhouse, I don't mean like a kids clubhouse, but like a biker clubhouse, like like a like an MC's box. clubhouse. You know what I mean? Wow. Like we like literally. Which was dope. Don't get me wrong. I fucked with it, man. Everybody had a good time. But when we're ready to get some shit in, like, that was hard. We couldn't. I'm trying to think, man. Like, I was, I kicked with SP for, you know, a good minute. But I don't ever remember any music going down. Like, they never recorded. Like, I remember he was recording with Midas a little bit. but Right. Right. I was never like, you know what I'm saying? Those sessions, a lot of those sessions, um, I, you know, I know like the sessions we got in were really more like kind of like late, three o'clock in the morning, man. I remember leaving, you know, SP's fucking house at, you know, fucking three o'clock, four o'clock in the fucking morning, dog. Like driving back home tired as fuck because, you know, we were getting work put in. But, you know, here's the thing. This wasn't, yo, we have a beat. We were literally making the beats from the get. 
You know what I mean? Some of those sessions for the beats, just to have them right and then mixed and mastered before we would go and record. That's a, that's a lot of jobs right there. That's hours of time. And then we're we're all working on our verses, and then it's getting the verses done. So you're talking eight, ten hours of just work when we're all working. You know what I mean? If we're doing a track, one track, that's not that's not two, three tracks. Like you know, and then you got a squad that's like you know, deep 16, 17, almost 20 deep, you know? How were, like, a lot of those songs made, man? Was it, like, um, just whoever was there, or was it, like... Yo, if you had your verse done... Would you get your... I don't know how I say Would you get your verse done quick so you can get on the track or You know, shit? I'll be honest with you. I'm a, I'm a fuck it, two tears in a bucket type head. Right. You know, if I don't get my verse in, it's going to go on something eventually. And, even, and if it's not on this, it's going on my shit, you know. Uh, um, so it was never that way for me. Um, I know a lot of other heads were like, yeah, I got to get my shit in. Like, that's where those heated discussions and why people were kind of getting heated. And why the, why Boosewell kind of dismantled at one point, you know what was I mean? It just too many heads? Like too said, many. Everyone trying to get on the same shit. Everybody's starving. Know? Not enough scraps. You know what I mean? How do you eat when there's not there's nothing to eat? And who was making the beats at the time? Was it all SP? No, uh, I mean, yeah. I'll be honest with you. SP, SP, you know, he put in a lot of work on the beats, bro. That's and what I was going to say. He can only make so many beats, bro, too. You know what I mean? If you I, fucking that dude's a machine. I'll give it to him. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like, I've been in sessions where, with him where he's cracked out. In an hour, he can crack out six, seven beats easy. You know what I mean? Um, it, but when he puts his now, and I've been in sessions with him um, where he's, I mean, he's put in hours to the point where he's got a band that comes in and plays exactly what he's sampled, what he's played out himself, and the band plays it. He's he's a magician, bro. I'll be honest with you, like I got I got give him his flowers where 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 they're due. He does create some fucking crazy ass shit you know um but you know the the process for us at that time was making beats recording on pro tools inside a shed or at the studio if you depending on if he had it at the tattoo shop right um i mean he had a shot he had his own studio at one point but you know it was it was it was hard bro i ain't gonna lie you know i was frustrated a couple times like you know being in those sessions and not being able to get a verse and that's hard you right. know when i got like i'm like oh i Ready know i'm i know i'm cooking this motherfucker you know what i mean like what's up <laughs> you know like i need on this and then i don't get on it i'm like all right come on right where would you can how would you what's the difference between back then and what you're doing now um okay back then it was crew mentality so you're thinking okay um i gotta get one verse in i might be on the hook yeah. i might be part of the concept versus now it's all me it's all up to you, you got it's total creative control i'm painting like i'm throwing so much paint up on that motherfucker and i'm going crazy you know what i mean like um now i'm in control of being able to paint the picture you know what i mean and um not that i didn't appreciate the the ability to work with great artists man because a lot of those MC, a lot of those heads are great creatives a lot of dope mcs a lot of dope producers you know what i mean mike charles faux chief oh, yeah. uh you know pj um i have the the you know me and faux chief we go back since middle school so he's a, he's a good homie in the sense that you know I know his music now, 
even when he left all the he's not part of the crew shit no more right um i remember when he didn't even rap oh yeah he was just a he used to break dance. me and him used to break dance in gym class nice you know what i mean in seventh grade eighth grade you know what i mean and so um you know his music now I'll be honest with you, man, and 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 this isn't. I don't blow smoke up nobody's ass. I don't do that type of shit. If I big you up, it's because I wholeheartedly um, big you up. That dude, what when I go into the studio and he's playing me some, I'm like, what the fuck, bro? He's like, he's definitely changed. Oh, it's different. Creative wise, it's different because he left the crew mentality as well. He's in control now. And that me and him have had that conversation where, you know, he's he appreciates what he he got out of the crew. Um it's a whole different game. But it's a different game when you get into that solo realm and you're able to control that whole fucking universe. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, you you're in control of what that fucker looks like. No, for sure, for sure. Like you said, it's a whole different game, you know what I mean? Facts. Facts. Do you like it better? Absolutely. You got me fucked up two times past Sunday, homie, if you got me going back to the cruise shit. Now, don't get me wrong. I got a squad that I roll with. We, yeah. we go by the gods. Um, greatest of Denver, you know what I mean? Or greatest of Denver scene. Um, you know, so if you ever hear us scream out, you know, you know, I'm fucking with the gods, that's what that means. You know what I mean? It's all throughout my music. It's all throughout the homies' music that are on my albums and shit. Um but you know, like, it, it, but it's not a squad in the sense where we're like, "Hey, we're squad and we're doing the Wu Tang shit." No, we're doing like we have our own albums and we feature whoever the fuck we want. If we have each other on the shit, we. But we go to each other's fucking events and we roll deep that way. You know what I mean? For sure, for sure. Yeah. Hey, how would you kind of like describe your style for the people, man? Man, that's a tough one because I've been told, I've been told that. Lyrically, I resemble more of the East Coast type shit, like um, the underground, maybe again street hop type shit, but more on the East Coast. Um, and then I got, I got, you know, I'm heavy, I'm heavily influenced by the down south and West Coast because I grew up, you know, um, partly, you know, California and Colorado, and down south, who wasn't fucking with anything, you know, uh, you know, that was smoking music. You know what I mean? Who wasn't fucking with Bum B? You know what I mean? Like, I remember the first time I heard Outkast, bro, right there by the bro, silos. Bro, come on. I was like, Damn. You know, Elevators, you got me fucked up. I heard that on the Eclipse show in, in 96, 97, right? Uh -huh. and, and I'm recording this motherfucker, and I'm like, yo, this, this just flipped my mind lyrically. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Andre just, come on. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Give me a full five, top five. Oh, bro, you're going to hit me with that shit? All right. Um, we can be MCs, or if you want, we can narrow it down. If you want, we can say lyricists, whatever you want. You know, um, I, I stay true to it. You know, I'm I'm always going to be real and be Big Al, you know, forever. I'm a Big Al fan. Sure. Uh, I feel like he was ahead of his time. People say that, but I truly feel like he was ahead of his time. Uh, we didn't have nothing like what he was serving up, you know what I mean? Not at all. So I, I'm putting Big Al there. Uh, Method Man. I'm I'm a huge Method Man fan. You know what I mean. That's Pharaoh. Pharaoh Monches changed me cadence wise. Yeah. That's like me lyrically. A lot of people say you change your cadence throughout your music consistently. I'm like, that's Pharaoh. Yeah. That's Pharaoh. Ever since I heard Internal Affairs, you know what I mean. It fucked me up. <laughs> you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Um. So that's three, right? Yeah. Okay. Um. Man, the last two. Uh, Pac. 
for sure. Um, I'm very much into my uh, what hood believe, shit. What do you believe? Like a lot of people say, Pac wasn't lyrical, and like he wasn't. He wasn't, like, he wasn't super lyrical, but he had bars. Um, he wasn't a lyrical. He in the sense of a, a of a lyricist MC, constructive wise. Um, no, but he was he was in the storytelling way of a bar MC. Like I'm honestly like I'm not you know not saying. I, I I've never really heard of whack Tupac line. I listen to Pac consistently, yeah. bro. Like, you know, and, and I get it. Like I said, he's no Pharaoh Mons or anything right. like that lyrically wise. You know, Razkaz or anything right. like that. But he was he still held it. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, he's an East Coast head technically, right? I saw some little reel the other day, man, on one of the songs, and it fucking the shit that he just said in that little shit was like ridiculous. You know, what I mean? you know um, when I need to get into my my feels of uh, you know storytelling. I definitely go to Pac, bro. Like to not and not in the sense of storytelling, but in the sense of a lyrical way of storytelling. Right. Um, it's Pac for me, bro. Um, or Feral Monch, man. Feral Monch like fucks me up with his shit, bro. I'm a huge Feral fan. Uh, but those are four. My fifth, man. It's tough, bro. It's so fucking tough because there's so many great MCs, and I I don't want like I, I, th that list would rotate in the sense Red Man, bro. Red man. Reggie. Yep. I can't leave him out, bro. Like, you know. He's been consistent for a gang of years. Bro, you, you, look, man, you ain't missing the Red Man show, right? I mean, if he's here, you're, you're going, right? I've been to, yeah, a ton of them, middle of them, shit. And now, if you're going cruise and you're talking top five cruise, oh, that's a whole nother story, bro. You know what I mean? Like, well, let's hit the top. Oh man, okay. Uh, shit, I already man. know Outcast is gonna be one of them. Oh, Outcast is definitely in. That's first for me. Oh, okay. Fuck that. Wu Tang, Outcast. I gotta go Wu Tang. That's my first out the gate. Okay. Uh, Outcast. Um, man. I gotta throw in Tribe, bro. Me personally, Tribe <sighs> is like a fucking staple. Like. Okay, is it Tribe or are we going um, Native? Or separate, separate or together, in the sense. I mean, you could like throw them all in there, but I would say separate. Man, cause native was stupid, bro. Like native and the liquid. Yeah. I mean, they were like different. Yeah, they bro. Had more than like they were like for, like you said the boost wall, so they had, like twenty thirty members in there. Okay, I'm just gonna go out. Uh, um, I'll go tribe, bro, cause tribe respect respectfully. They they. I mean, for hip-hop in the sense of, like, the backpacker style, you know what I mean? I feel like they kind of held down the back. Not necessarily backpacker, but... The you, East Coast weirdo shit at the beginning. Yeah. Weirdos at yeah. the beginning. They weren't dressing, like, you know. Right, right. Um, man. And I'm going to I'm gonna give it to the far side, bro. Far side's one of my favorite groups of all time. They, they fucking, their shit was totally different, and they fucking rocked it. I got to go uh, Psycho Realm. Yeah, Psycho Round fuck me up, bro. I'm a big fan of Sick Jackin', man. Like you know, hey, you're trying to bring him. You know that dude right there. I think for uh, for me as a as a you know Latino or Hispanic, you know what I mean. Um, you know them dudes were holding it down. You know the right way. I, I feel you know, especially for the West Coast yeah. MCs because they're MCs. You know what I mean. They're lyrical. Lyrical as a motherfucker. Um, I'm going to throw a new head in, bro, or a new crew. Um, man, I'm fucking with Dreamville, bro. 
Like, the different shit that's coming from Dreamville, man. Like, I really fuck with the shit. Like, Jid, you know, that whole squad. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of roll together, I feel like, um, even show-wise. But um, I don't want because I can go all day with, with old school heads, you know what I mean? Um, we were just talking or- organized confusion, man. I fuck with organized confusion. I- again, Pharaoh's in there, you know? Yeah. You know, Pharaoh's... That, that's the dude. Shit, I remember fucking the whole ruckus back in the day. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. They had the gyms before. Oh the man, you know, you know sound bombing was the motherfucking shit, bro. I listened to every sound bombing over and over and over until the shit wouldn't play no more, bro. It was scratches all over them fucking scenes. Which one was the best? Three. Three. I three or with- two. Three, bro, three. I like three because Cool G Rap had that one joint. Three's that- the one with the Nate Dogg song, right? I believe so. Yes. Yeah. yeah. With Styles P, uh, yeah, it had Styles P on it too, and uh, no, nah, it was um, I thought it was Styles P and Pharaoh on it. It's Pharaoh Monch and Most Def and Nate. Yes, that's on. My that's, favorite was two. What was all on two? Remind me. Shit, there was a lot of Mad Skills already. Yes, um, a lot of the lyricist lounge heads. Were not, not, not nine. Yeah, you know, he has that song with Sadat X and yes. the fucking that shit. Yes, like, that shit, man. Sadat X is slept on, bro. He is, bro. That's he weird is, to but me. He isn't. Like he, he might be by the fans, but not by like the industry. Because when, right. when I talk to him, bro, he's on monumental shit. Right. He's on Fifty MCs. It's he's, weird that what, he don't get his flowers though, and yeah. you know what I mean. Like talked about. I feel like he don't get his flowers, and I, like and he was an influence. Is like he don't even care. I, well, like, because he, he he's a humble ass motherfucker. He's, so, he's told me he's never really taken rap serious. It was just like, ah, I'm gonna do it. So it doesn't really bother him like that. You know what I mean? Did you like Cuban Links? Yeah, Cuban Links was dope. What All happened with him, bro? Is it ter- the Terror Squad shit? Been like in the news a lot lately. Yeah, I've seen know, that. Shout out, been going through it, man. Like you know what I mean? He he was he was speaking his news, man. I seen For that real, last like, week. <laughs> Like, it's been going on, on, like, yeah. I mean, at least over probably 50 videos oh, of all bro. those guys. Man, you know, um, I think what happened is back in the day, look, you have Bad Boy, and look at what happened with a lot of, the, I mean, Bad Boy's notorious for fucking, you know, artists over in the sense, bro. For real, you bro. getting signed to a great sounding deal, and then. But not even great sounding, bro. Nah, like, flashy. They gotta know. Right. You got to know that first deal. Like, if you're really trying to get your foot in, right. you're going to have to give away 50% of your public. Right. Like, real talk. Just to get your foot in the door. Yep. Think about it. Easy E did it with fucking Jerry Heller. Yeah. He paid yeah. five racks just to meet that fool. Right. It's kind of right. the same shit. That's like paying an A&R, five racks to let me come in and rap for you. Yep. Yep. And, that's, and, and to be honest with you, I think um, at the end of the day, um, that might be changing. You know, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I've been um, blessed to, you know, now have a brotherhood with terminology, man. Like, you know, we started out through business and, you know, just working with him. Man, I went out and partied at South by Southwest with him, fucking Paul Wall, fucking uh, Static Selector, um, Bun B for his birthday. I was out there with them, bro. What a lot of people don't get, bro, is sometimes the business is what sparks it. You got to pay a little to pay, pay man. a little. And if you just show that you're willing and you're not about bullshit, then they take you a little serious. I'll tell you this, man. Um, a lot of motherfuckers uh, do, uh, do more talking than that walking. And I'll tell you right now, um, the one thing that was expressed <laughs> to me early on is mm-hmm. 
walk that shit first. You know what I mean? Make sure you're ready to walk if you're going to talk because the walking Don't be gonna... unready. Like, oh, yeah, man. Don't, that's what I'm saying. Don't pitch something to someone like a Paul Wall or Term or, you know, and they're like, all right. And then you can't even fulfill the commitment. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, because you look stupid for that's one. That's the biggest thing that people probably fuck up. Like, I promise them the world. Like, you know. Oh, man. You know, here's the thing. Like, when, when I brought out terminology for, for um, his first event out here uh, with River, um, it was like our event, or it was our first headlining event to set off, you know, our shows, uh, concerts and stuff. And, uh, you know, I hit him up and, you know, we, we had been talking for a long time anyways. It's always been business. But I hit him up and I was like, yo, what's it going to cost? What do you want? You know, blah, blah, blah. Got him out. Picked him up immediately. Um, took care of him from the get. Took him wherever he wanted to go. Made sure he... I had... I, I spent fucking racks on alcohol for him. Do say up the fucking ass, bro. Bottles. Over at River, Carissa and Gil, the owners, they made sure to have him poured up the whole fucking time. I had Lemonade and Bradley 2.0 rolling up mad weed the whole fucking night for all the artists. For And all they had to do was say, hey, I had Quest, my man Quester Walker. He was there um, chefing it up for all the artists, serving them up, taking care of everybody, man. Um, and, and that whole weekend, I made sure to just make sure he felt like he was taken care of. Had him in an Airbnb, not a hotel. Had alcohol for him the whole time at the Airbnb. Took him to the studio. Went to me. He, because of that, he said, yo, I want to introduce you to Bun. Took me, introduced me to Bun. Bun, ever since then, took me out to fucking um, Bun's birthday party for South by Southwest. Hung out with Bun. Bun was like open arms. Remember me because of that night, because of term. And that's what I'm talking about. When you do your fucking business right. Right. They put you on. You don't have to go through all the crazy fucking hoops and shit if you do your shit right from the get. You know what I mean? I was going to tell you, we tried to hit up Bun for a podcast, and I know it kind of left me a little salty, but now that I think about it, it definitely is not him, but his people. It's trying to hit us for like five, six racks. He, they they be you know charging. I mean? I'll be honest with you, but his here's... People, his people. And no, but I mean, I've dealt with that shit, like crazy shit where like... You know what I mean? Like, if I could talk to you, you know, it's a whole different situation. Right. But right. you're dealing with your person. Right. They're probably trying to make a rack off of me just off top. Oh, yeah. Well, check it out. Like, I'll be honest with you. Bun's only been out here three times to perform, okay, in, in Colorado. Um, now, out here, the last time, he got fucked hard. They had him per- coming out and performing at 1.30. He was supposed to go on at 12. An, an hour and a half? Mm-hmm. That's a long time, bro. And, and I'll tell you right now, like, it was mad excuses. We were down there smoking, talking, and he was like, yo, come on. Like, Which they had all those openers, right? They had a million openers for that shit. And that's where the business is done wrong. When you don't, when you, when you got motherfuckers that don't care about 16, 17 different fucking openers. Now, if you have three, four, cool. That gives them the, sh- the shine now. Everybody else that performed. You're, you're getting, you're taking last minute. Oh, man. Y'all got three, you know, shit Yeah, like that. that's to make Who money. If you made money, if you made your money back, you know, when you have to start cutting corners and shit. Right. 
Right. Well, you know, at the end of the day, you know what I mean? Like, I get why they're doing it, but if you do your business right, and you know, you and I were just talking about this before we got on. There's ways to the business to do this and get it done the right way, and you don't look There's stupid. Cody on right there. Hey, man, Shout ATR out. shit, bro. Yep. American Trash Republic, bro. That's an OG. That's one of my favorite squads. If we could put a top five up, can I put right ATR there, up? Yeah, okay. You know what I mean? That's yeah, a top okay. five. <laughs> I got to put him up, bro. That's my G, you know? Him in concept, you know? My bad about the Bumby, but they were nah. talk about what happened. Like, he just had to go through the fuzzy there sin forever? Yeah, bro. So we were down there. Um, And, and not only that, like, yo, when, when, when an artist requests... To have security watching the door so nobody's just coming in. We were literally sitting down there trying to enjoy our fucking alcohol. Because I brought bottles for him. Mm -hmm. I brought expensive-ass bottles. I brought a $2,000 bottle of champagne for him, God bro. Damn. For him and terminology to sip up. And... uh and so we were down there. I brought weed specifically from Lemonade to roll up for him that night. Motherfuckers were coming through that door left and right like, yo, bun, oh, my God. Well, and even motherfuckers I knew, it was embarrassing. I'm like, yo, don't say my name. And these motherfuckers were like, yo, that's my G. I'm like, oh, you know, like that weird-ass, like, energy. And, and at the end of the day, that irritation for him, I could see why he's like, yo, this is how much it's going to be. Yeah. I don't want to be dealing with no bullshit. You know what I mean? If I, and at the end of the day, if I'm going to, here's how much it's going to cost. I got to make my money. You know what I mean? Because, because I get him for a certain price because of the fact that I now have a relationship with him and his right. manager. Um, and, and the cost for him to come out here and do a show. Oh, it's not cheap. Oh, no, bro. Like, you're not looking at nothing less than 30 to 40. You know what I mean? And and that's and that's taking care of him the whole way. You know what I mean? For for me, it's different because I went about it the right way. I did spent, business the right way. a little bit of bread. I did, bro. Made motherfuckers feel like I, you're not like... Because, like, people know right away, too, bro. You know what I mean? Like, you say... You I gotta, don't fake the funk. I don't yeah. say shit to say it, bro. My pops told me early on... It. I, my pop said, if you're going to say it, you better be able to fucking prove it. You know what I mean? Straight up. Mm -hmm. Like, that's that's just real time. And my grandpa, like, he came from some OG shit. And, and that's one thing he preached to me early on was like, yo, don't fucking talk. Don't talk. Like, that's a smack to the mouth. Right. You know what I mean? All my uncles knew smack to the mouth that they were talking out the side. You know what I mean? And and that's something early on that I... That, that I I was a sponge too, you know what I mean? So I didn't go in there. And that's the one thing when I went in, I shook his hand. Term is the one that said, yo, this is my brother. This is my little brother, Justice. Mm -hmm. He was like, and, and Bun was like, oh, this is your homie you were talking about? He gave me a hug and he pulled me in. And, and literally, bro, from that point is when we were talking like everything was cool. And then... Motherfuckers were coming in, and that salt was getting thrown in, and it's just too much, and the energy changes. And the moment these motherfuckers leave, it's it's to the point like we were. It was so awkward. We were on our phones when they would come in. We all get on our phone and just look at our phones, and just be like, "Damn, homie, y'all couldn't lock the door." You used to be the man, homie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like it was that weird. You know what I mean? And I'm not even gonna say no names, but it's some fucking prominent names that've been here in the city. And I'm, I'm high and confused, but I mean, yeah, bro. Like, so there were people that were coming into like basically the green. They didn't room. have the security, bro. The they call it the purple room over there. Yeah. 
you know, I'm not gonna say the the name of the venue either, but they call it the Purple Room. You know what I mean? So you know, but at the end of the day, dog, like you know, when you don't do business, and 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 Bun, he said, I ain't going to no fucking venue ever again in Denver. And you know what he said? I'll go to your venue. Hell yeah. He's gonna come to River, uh, and and so they. Where, where's your venue, bro? Thirty-seven fifty-nine Chestnut Place, River Bar and Gallery, over there, right by Blue Moon and uh, Platte Pepsi. Platte River, Platte River, homie. You know what side it is, <laughs> <laughs> right in Glowville. Yeah. You consider that Glowville still? Yeah. Nah, that's Rhino now, homie. Nah, it, well, they consider it? it Rhino, but it is it for for the real heads. That's Swansea and say, Glowville, bro. I would say up to Brighton. Me, because I'm from I'm from Dunham. Right. Yeah. Which is the other side of the bridge yep. from Swansea. Yep. yep. Then Elyria, where yep. Johnson is, where the post office and the yep. stock show. Then Glowville. Yep. But I would consider, I mean, no, I guess you do kind of, Glowville stops at the Platte River. It does, man. It's Keep weird it like real. that uh, weird That's ass. the east side, I mean. Yeah. I was going to give Glowville till Brighton. I would too. You know what I mean. But that's all that I mean. You know that's when you come from the old hood families. You know what I mean. You know the the old territories of how they ran. You know what I mean and what they were considered. There used to be houses there. Oh yeah, yeah. Like you know what I mean. Yeah, they knock shit down though too. That's just way different now, bro. It is. Do you remember Bum's Jungle? Yeah. Man, my pops told me some stories about that spot, bro. Tell I was too young to not him. to be able to I, go there. I just know we used to go there and catch frogs and like run the bikes. Nah, and... bro, they used to do dirt over there. Motherfuckers used to get popped over there in that spot. My dad said him and his homies back in the day ran across bodies. Damn. Yeah, and you know that that was the hood though. You know what I mean? That 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 whole area is the hood. I mean, it's an OG hood. I don't know. I mean, I mean, I know it is. I'm from there, but I mean, it's, it's never like it's always been cool. Like, well, it's, I guess it's different when you're when you're from there. Yeah, you don't. But when you're from different, like a different part of the city, mm-hmm. you're like, yo, have you gone over there? I think Elvis was saying this. The homie, he was saying like, dog. He's like, we'd always throw parties in the East Side, and no one would ever want to come. Nah, like, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, look, bro. Like I grew up again. You know, mainly running, you know, the south the, and, and the north and the west because it, all my family and friends were all in that those areas. But, um, you know, like, I didn't go to the east side unless I was invited, <laughs> you know what I mean, by somebody from the east side because I knew, like, you couldn't just go over there, you know what I mean? Like, there was certain yeah, We parts. just ran around everywhere, man, like, you know what I mean? And you couldn't wear colors, certain colors, when bro. When we were younger, we would fucking cruise at all, like, but, yeah. like, once, like you said, they got older, you like, you know what I mean? Right, right. I remember riding bikes with the cast from Swansea down the yeah. you know, all the way to Glowville and yeah. all back through the east side on 40 yeah. and this shit. You know what I mean? And you know what? I miss I miss um, you know, I say this all the time. I miss like the nineties, bro, like a motherfucker, bro. Those days were different for, you know, everything. Mm-hmm. You know, hip hop, just the overall feel as a as a teenager and all that, you know what I mean? Like you know, just growing up around that time, doing music, even just cypher sessions at parties and right. stuff. Rock Island. I don't know if you remember yeah. going to Rock Island. I sneak. I was young, so I I had to sneak in and then go to those b boy sessions and the rhyme sessions. You know, uh-huh. but man, you know those decades. You know, what were I was, I was, gonna, I was gonna call it after the gold rush, right? Yeah, same thing, right? Yeah, decades after the gold rush. Yeah, yeah. We used to go there and drink forties in the fucking Hollywood legends. That's after the gold rush. Yeah, definitely after. Yeah, there's a lot of spots after, man. 
a lot Damn, of spots. Back in the day, man, there's some good spots though, bro. Back in the day, but you got to also be careful because you know I remember different hoods showing up to some of these spots and it pop off immediately. You ever be at fucking Pepsi when it popped off? Oh man, Pepsi was the shit back in. The day. Oh, I don't bro. know if they still do it. They might, but. That shit used to be the shit. Oh, man, it was crazy, you know. Uh, you know, but here's the thing, man. I think that essence um, disappeared for a while, and I think it's coming back, man. I think it is, too, because I noticed, too, like, lowriders were back in the day, and they went away, but now, like, oh. you see a couple of lowrider events. Like, Denver got a gang of lowriders. Oh, man, I, I mean, I seen some, uh, there was a, man, I forget what, what it was like an interview or something on, on YouTube um, they were talking about how back in the day, or no, now, people are, co- like, trying to come back to Colorado for the lowrider scene, man. They they fuck with the lowrider scene heavy out here. Because it's different from Cali, it's different from New Mexico, it's different from Texas and all that. Uh, we have a certain style that, uh, like they do, you Ours know what like I mean? It's like the hybrid almost of all of it them. It is, bro. Like, it really is. I remember, remember when... Um, the first, not the first, but back in the day, Lowrider used to throw their shows over at Lincoln. Nah. Bro, that was early on. They 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 had a lot of their shows were at Lincoln High School in their parking lot. We were talking some, some little stuff earlier, like cutting crew and all that, and I told you my homie DJ Hex. Yep. I remember he was one of the first people I see do, seen do graffiti. Oh, dope. dope. And they did little pieces like the night before the Lowrider oh, yeah. show at the Coliseum. Oh, and I remember dope. we went there before we went to the rave or some bullshit, and they fixed some shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's take tight. pictures, and then fuck, we went <sighs> to the rave. Fool. That was a, hey man, th- those were the days back in the day for Lowrider, huh? Yeah. Especially when they went to the Coliseum, like fuck. That man. was the shit, bro. I miss those days. I do miss those days heavily. I guess they're having it now this year in the springs. Are they? I might have to go to. They've had it like the last couple times in the springs. It's weird. Mm. I would see it more in Pueblo, to be honest with you. For for some reason, you know, Pueblo's just it seems like they'd be way. <laughs> no, I totally get what you're saying. You I know what I mean? I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah, just in my opinion, but I don't know, man. I I love Denver, man. I love the hip hop scene, bro. I I, you know, I I feel uh, again. I feel uh, blessed to be a part of it and have my roots um, in a different way here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, planted in a different way. I guess with with. Uh, the right people and just you know my experience being here in, in Denver being able to do it here and meet you know great people it's, it's been it's been a blessing bro do you feel like the weed has brought like more people here to Denver as far as like music and stuff like that or what do you how do you feel like absolutely that? man I think that um I think the legalization um changed everything I think uh not just for people moving here but I think the business itself um people are investing in it I mean look at you got Method Man you got a lot of a lot right. of artists that are already that they have their own brand you right. know what I mean you got actors that have their own brand um oh. so you know and and Denver being that it was the first to actually go you know legal legal all the way that changed the game and you know motherfuckers want to be here for it you know what i mean we're you know i know california has had the best week for a long ass time but you know i'm gonna i'm gonna be straight up i've heard this from a lot of people even you know artists that i fuck with big artists say yo when we come to denver we get a whole different high maybe it's the altitude maybe it's it's, it's the weed bro like people don't realize like when our shit started, it was babysitter from day one. Right. 
Like right. Cali shit, like a lot of that shit's like outdoor and still, ba- you know, now it's babysitted, but it was just like, not like it was like, you know what I mean? Right. Indoors, right. here. It wasn't commercial, best. like yeah. like they were trying to give the best right away here in Denver, you know what I mean? Since it was legal, it's like, yo, let's give them the best we can. Because you hear a ton of rappers saying when they come here. Yeah. Yeah. The weed is the best. Yeah. And, and to rappers too, I want to put this out, out there for you too, like... Don't get upset if you come here and do a show and we're quiet. Right. Because we're high as fuck. We're not drunk as fuck. Nope. Drunk as fuck, loud as fuck, rowdy as fuck, crazy as fuck. You don't want that. After, you know, after my eighth blunt of the day. Yeah. I'm vibing out, but I'm probably going to be kind of quiet. But they you know, get mad sometimes, bro. Like, I'll be honest with you. I actually prefer when I perform. I like the crowd actually listening to me, not talking in the background. And then when I'm done with the song, everybody going, oh, you know what I mean? Clapping, doing whatever they do about as far as loving whatever I did. Um, and then me being able to explain the next joint or, you know, do whatever I do when I'm performing. But, you know, having all that chit chat, all you chatty Cathy's can go fucking somewhere else, you you know what I mean? Keep that shit out of the fucking scene, you know? For real, for real. Enjoy the fucking show, you know? Like, that's what I like to do. Hell yeah. Have you performed anywhere else besides Denver? Or? Yeah. Yeah, I've been out of state. Um, I performed in Germany. Damn, how was yeah. that? Bro, Germany's different. Germany, Europe, Europe hip-hop in, in the European part of the, the world, man, they held on to the essence of it different for than, yeah, than different the states, bro. They kept the essence like that boom bap like consistent, bro. Like, and and then they mutated it. It's fucking mutated. But when I went out, um, this was like two thousand, two thousand eight, two thousand nine. I went out there, performed. I did a couple shows out there, uh, Heidelberg. Uh, I was out there for like, well, the first time I went out for like two weeks. Uh, did a couple shows out there. Uh, it was dope, man. It was it was dope. Out here, opened up for a lot of heads. Me and SP, when when I was rocking out with SP, mm-hmm. we opened up for a lot of... Yeah. Hieroglyphics was uh, one of our big shows, man. That show was the craziest one. People who love Hiro yeah. don't understand them. Those, those motherfuckers be tripping on acid a lot of the time. You know what I mean? And then when they come to the show... Man, they were jumping on the stage when we're performing and doing crazy shit. And wilding out or what? Oh, bro. Like, I mean, I know there's video. I know SP has a video somewhere. That's in, like, his lockbox somewhere. But the shit that happened on that stage was just stupid. You know what I mean? But, you know, I've had the opportunity to, you know, open up in a few different states, you know. Uh, With SP especially, you know, the, you know, me and him, you know, uh, you know, I had the opportunity to travel with him when he was doing things um, on his own at one point. And, um, you know, I DJed for him. And so, uh, and I performed a couple tracks here and there. But for the most part, man, I was DJing for him and just had the opportunity to travel that way. And then when I went solo, um, I had a manager that got me signed to Atlantic Records as a producer or a placement producer and writer. And during that time, I was um, still working on my my artist name. That's when I officially went solo and was starting to work on my career. And he, my manager had me performing in different parts of, you know. That's dope. Yeah, U.S., so. 
Hey, who are some people you've made beats for or had placements with? Oh, man. Uh, I'll be honest with you. With Atlantic, a lot of those were NDAs. Um, I did do a music soul child joint. Um, so the way that that works, this is what sucks about, um, and a lot of people say, hey, how'd you like it? Was that, how, do, how can I get on it? You got to remain anonymous, right? Yeah. When you, when you sign as a placement producer and a writer, you are part of that team. You are not solo. So when they name, when you get royalty payment, it's for the team. Mm. You never name my, and I don't give a problem giving my government. It's Tim Cruz. You don't see Tim Cruz. Right. You know what I mean? You don't see Justice Rhymes. You don't see Four or Five. You don't. Um, you see whatever that production team was. And so, um, a lot of my placements came from working on the teams. And even though I might have been the main project bones. Mm -hmm. I wasn't getting named. I'd get my payment, and um, you know it's. But I've I play I I produced for Wiz um, back in, uh, when. Oh man, what album was that? This was, and this was a while back, man. I was signed for six years, um, but you know ultimately, you know uh, I produced for a lot of people, a lot of Atlantic record um, heads. Um, lately, I've been you know. I'm not. I can't really say right now. I told you a few heads um, because those joints will be coming out. Um, I'm not at liberty to say when their music is going to be coming out. Right. But I had the, I had the pleasure of. You got some hitters. Oh for you. man, I I came out with the bat cracking. You know what I mean? Like, you know, if you're throwing a bomb, I'm. I'm busting that motherfucker out the bitch. You know what I mean? You got me fucked up if you're giving me that chance. You know, and I got the chance, and it got me opportunities out that way. You know. So uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. This new album's gonna be stupid, you know. Uh, yeah. Well, shit, man. We're gonna take a quick break. Yeah. And then we're gonna come back, and then we're gonna talk about the new album. Let's go. All right. We'll be right back. It's your boy Joe Thunder. Yeah, yeah. Let's you go. You know what I mean? With the Bar Smith, <laughs> rapper, producer, engineer. Yeah. I appreciate that. five. Bang bang. <laughs> Where you, know you at? <laughs> yeah, that's the way I put it, man. I go forty fives in this bitch. You already know, so I always oh, yeah. say it that way. Hey, so you got a new album coming out, right? Yep. What's yep. the date again? I got July twenty ninth. July twenty ninth at midnight yep. or what? Or how's that? How's that uh, work? You know, I'm a I'm a release it. You know, that morning it'll okay. be available that morning everywhere. So everybody will to you know peep it and you know start vibing out, hearing what I fucking did. You know. How many tracks you got on there? Do you know? Or Man, you know I'm doing. Question. So I got I got two different versions. Um, so I'm I'm you know you're gonna be the first to let this out. Uh, basically, it's gonna be um, 13 tracks, but then, and that's for you know when you listen on Spotify, you know anywhere right. you're streaming it normal. But there's gonna be a DJ cut that's a one track that I have my my D, my personal DJ uh, DJ Large and uh, you know my uh, my good homie DJ Cons scratching on it back and forth. Hell yeah! It's a one track, but that's gonna also have um, several different joints on it. Um, you know, it, it, you know, hidden little gems like you're gonna have to listen to the whole thing in whole order thing. to hear those Getting things. In. You know. Yeah, and, and and let me tell you, heavy hitter. I told you about one of them. There's right. there's some heavy you're hitters. You're going to release that now, right? You're huh? Tell, you can tell me who that is or not. Man, you know, I kind of want to let it be that sneak, like, oh, shit. You got a song with who? You know what I mean? And it ain't Tupac. Nah. 
You know, that would be that would have been, you know, if he was still here, I'd have paid big money for that. I always say, bro, if I was a rapper, I'd have Nate Dogg on a couple songs, oh. too. I'd have Pocket and Nate Dogg. Those would be my two, like, that ain't here no more. If you have Nate, you got a hit. It's a hit. Who ain't listening to Nate? You know what I mean? You know, you're getting the harmony. You're getting, for one, you're getting riding music regardless and smoking music. So, you know, uh, out the gate, yeah, I would I would agree. I put mad money down on that one. And we do a lot of smoking and riding. Here yeah. The 303. Yeah, we fucked that shit up, right? Hell yeah, man. Yeah, you know, the uh, the Mile High is known for a lot of things, but, you know, we, we definitely are holding it down for the smoking, you know, and... Um, I think that's uh, that. That's one thing, definitely, with the album, man. I was um, able to get uh, Lemonade to sponsor um, my album release party, um, and Kaya, they're they're sponsoring it too. Um, but you know, this this album, I had to go hard, man. This, you know, thirteen tracks. You know, uh, I got terminology on it, man. Um, you know, he's. Bro, I don't understand how this guy has done it, but he, 50, 50 albums. Damn. 50 albums, man. And and I can tell you right now, uh, and this isn't just as a fan, um, this is as a as an artist, man, to be able to create... That much music. That much music. Um, it's like Prince. You know what I mean? They say Prince has like music in a vault, uh, but term to have 50 albums, like what the... Bro, like that's solo projects too. Oh, shit. That's not that's not including his his uh, projects he's done with other artists or DJs. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But you know to have him um, as my headlining guest on this album was a big honor. You know what I mean? Uh, I got MC Big House. I got you know my man Fo Chief. I got uh, my man DJ Large. I got Rose. Uh, man, I got I got. Uh, Graybeard, Graybeard, okay. you yeah, know, shout out. yeah, uh, you know, I fuck with Graybeard heavy man. He he's, got bars. Oh, bro, he's you know, in my opinion, he's respected too. You know, especially out here, I everybody I talk to respects that dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and when I threw him the joint, I was like, Yo, you you want to get on something? He's like, Yeah, send me send me the shit. You know what I mean? Let's get going. And he had the verse literally the next day. I bet. Oh man, cooked he's one it. of those cats. I can see that shit. Cooked it. Cook the joint, man. If I had beats ready, I could probably do a mixtape with that fool in uh, less than a week. Probably uh, like three days if three I had days. my shit on point. You know I, I would I mean? say, you know, that dude delivers, you know what I mean? Like, that's not the problem, you know what I mean? It's just, do you have enough beats? Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that would be the biggest problem. I was going to ask you, what do you think are the two misconceptions about Colorado or Denver being from here? Um, as far as hip hop, just whatever, like life oh. or whatever, just like in general. Oh, you know what? Uh, there, we were kind of talking about this. Uh, the hood life, man. Like the definitely, um, you can't come out here and you know fuck around. Really, um, you couldn't back in the day, but these days the youngins are doing things definitely different. They're right. popping you for any reason, and if you're in the way, you're getting hit. You know, um, there the hood politics back in the day, um. 
you know, you had rules and you came from the OGs and they, they enforced that shit. You right. know what I mean? You didn't, you didn't, if you made a mistake, oh man, it was bad news. Unfortunately, you know? now those OGs are either locked up or they're dead. You yeah, know? they're dead. And then, and, and a lot no of these, there's nobody regulating and nobody's, uh, you know, nobody's putting these dudes onto the right way of doing shit. Instead, they're just, it's like anybody's a target now. You know what I mean? So, you know, coming out here, um, I say it's the mini LA. Yeah. Just basically be respectful. And don't do no dumb shit. You know, I they there's that new check in um thing, you know, in, in certain cities you gotta check in. I wouldn't necessarily say you gotta check in, but I would say don't come in here uh disrespecting, you know, Denver because I'm gonna tell you right now, yeah. there's some there's some people here you don't wanna meet on that end. Or acting crazy, yeah. Like I said, yeah. there's gangsters everywhere. Yeah. End of the day, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Every city. Uh, but that's a misconception. We're not a ski city. We're not a ski town. For sure. For we're sure. not. We're not. You know. We're not that place where you uh, you come just to vacay at. You know what I mean? Like you could um, get fucked up right. talking slick, Rick. You know what I mean? Nah, I was gonna say R.I.P. Darren Williams, man. Yeah. Like, he was an athlete, like big time yeah. athlete. And you, I mean, it happens. But you, there's really right. not too many times where people get killed like that, like that. You kind of remember. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that, definitely RIP, um, but that's, you can't make mistakes, man. That's like going to LA, you know what I mean? Like, with jewelry, like, you know, I rock my jewelry out here because I get a certain respect and I don't get, and, and I've earned that. I've played that where, you know, um, I can wear the jewelry that I've spent good money on out. Um, I don't get heat that way uh, because I don't come with that energy, but out in LA, mm-hmm. You can't go anywhere with jewelry. You got to put that shit in your pocket or don't even bring it with right. you. Leave that shit at home. So I'm worried about pulling out my iPhone. Fool. Yeah, you can't. That's 1500 Yeah, you even your. Real quick. Boop. You can't use certain uh, headphones. You know what I mean? You'll get rocked for that. You know what I mean? So, like, at the end of the day, like, you know, here in Denver, it's it's not a check-in thing. It's You can come out here, be cool, uh, flash your shit, but don't be disrespectful. You know what I mean? Because, you know, we do take our... We, we're prideful about our city. We hold it down heavy. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's one thing we are about, you know? And that's every city, bro. You Absolutely. I mean? You got to respect every city you go to, man. I definitely don't... I go in with uh, love and, uh, you know, peace when I go into any city. I'm tapping in. I'm checking in with whoever... I tap in with whoever I need to ta- tap exactly. in with first. You know what I mean? I really do. That's um, that's the... And that's just because I come from the hood out here, you know? And it's, it's, it's a respect. If you're going into a part of the city, you tap in with who's known to run that part of the city, technically. And then LA's big, too, so. Huge. You think Denver's big. Denver ain't shit. Nah, that's a portion. Exactly. Small portion. That's one little part. sliver. That's Hollywood. Yeah, it's a sliver. (laughs) You know, you can't fuck up and pass that sliver. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, man, you know... um, I think that for me, you know, I'm again, again, you know, I, I, my family is part from San Diego and um, LA, and then Denver. So I know the hood politics from there and know how to act right. You know what I mean? It's like instilled in me from early on. You know, um, from both parts, from both cities, and um, and even in my music. You know what I mean? My music. Anything I say in my music, and 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 I speak facts, bro. I don't I don't fucking blow smoke up nobody's ass in my music. If I'm talking that shit, it's really because I've lived it, I've done it, 
it, it's what I know. Right. I don't I don't say nothing that I can't actually back up because you ask anybody about me, they'll say they'll either know me as back in the day when I used to go by tactic, um, or justice rhymes or by four or five you know what i mean they know me as that and they they could tell you anything that i've said is facts you know what i mean because at the end of the day i don't want to put something out there that somebody's going to want to fact check me when i hopefully do blow up you know what i mean and say yo why'd you say this but then we looked into it and you know what you a goddamn lie (laughs) i mean like you got me fucked up fools be making that their mission sometimes that's whack oh bro you know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, look, you know, we see it all day on, on TV and, um, you know, publicized and shit. There's heads that don't live the life. They they put it out there and then what? They're pop. They tried to live it, you know what I mean? Sure. Uh, which sucks, but, you know, and not that I'm putting that out there in my music, but, you know, uh, I'm bar heavy, bro. This new album, I went bar heavy. I left, you know, um, my whole catalog, I left it. Mm-hmm. I left it to Justice Rhymes. That's you know what I've done in the past, you know, seven, eight this years. This is a new big be- beginning. It's a rebranding. I'm I'm starting out as four or five, and um, the Lord's Peace is literally um, my way of coming out saying, "All right, here's the change, and here's what you're getting now." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's like I'm cooking. I'm Chef Boy RG. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like I'm um don't get me in the kitchen because I promise you I'm putting that heat up all the way and I'm gonna cook that motherfucker. You know what I mean? Hell yeah, bro. You know? You said your um party's the same day, right? Yep. Same day, bro. I River. got you on the list. You got your your personal invite. So I you if you if you get homies with him, you better get on that. He he's got a certain invite that allows him to bring in a certain amount of guests, and so you know uh, you better be cool with him. Smoke him up heavy for the next couple months or weeks. No, we're definitely gonna check it out, bro. You know what I mean? Like uh, it's gonna be a good time. We're just vibing out. Terms coming out to party, bro. Oh, yeah. You know he's coming out to party, and you know we're gonna have a good time. That's my plan. Hey, let them know what your social media is. Yo, catch me out on Instagram uh, at underscore number four, O-U-R, underscore number five, I-V-E, underscore. And then, uh, you know, uh, Snapchat, same thing. You look me up at four five, anything four five, man. If you look it up in that order with four, mm-hmm. O-U-R, five, I-V-E, you're going to catch me. All right, all yep. right. Well, there you have it, man. You got four or five. Yep. I'm going to hit you real quick with some bars. Check us out on all platforms. Smoking with Joe Thunder. You just got his four five. Yeah. Check out the new music in July 29th. It's popping, on and popping. Yep, yep. I will be right back.